right, we're good. Sweet. What's up, guys? <clears throat> sick, sick. Starting off real, real fucking strong. No, yeah. make. Are you Is trying? A regular to... episode. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to try and drink that drink? Real quiet now. No, I was just drinking it like normal. <laughs> it's weird with you not just making a bunch of noise in the background immediately. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, man? How's your day? Oh, it was fine. Just another busy day. It's been like uh. really funny. Um, cause there's like a lot of our client, like the jobs that I have to do now have been like shorter and shorter. Like legit today we got paid to walk something across the street. Oh, hell yeah. It was the dumbest shit. It was only annoying because like it it took me longer to find parking than it did for me to like get the thing, take the elevator mm-hmm. down, walk across the street, take the elevator back up and like hand it to the dude. It's so weird that people pay for that shit. So weird. I mean, yeah, it's really really dumb, but I mean it pays my bills, so yeah, whatever. I can't wait till this stuff is over with so I could just come over there and actually hang out with you here. I'm so sick and tired of looking at this computer screen, man. I feel like our synergy's all off. You love the, the synergy again with the Did you like take a business class or something this week? No, I so synergy is a a fun word that I learned when I was in when I was going to community college and it's just always stuck with me because I remember when it was like something like in the book like like it was a it was when I was trying to be an accountant, I know, right? Wait, what? Way back in the day, before I was like into art and um, before I met my friends that took me down a dark path, I was on track to being uh, just a normie, like an accountant dude. And um, so I was in an accounting class and that was one of the words that was in the book, synergy. And we all talked about it. And I just remember being like, what the f- never heard of this word before and um i just i don't know just stuck with me i liked it because um yeah i use it a lot because it's not it's like it's like spiritual it's like (laughs) nobody nobody knows why it happens but for some reason when people are linked together well like just emotionally like they tend to like work when you're working well with someone emotionally, you get something done better and faster and it always ends up better quality. So that's like synergy. You know what I mean? So, uh, I use it a lot when I talk about Che Guevara and, uh, how he was able to overtake Batista's government in Cuba because they were outmatched, you know what I mean? But the people in Batista's, uh, army, was no match for the smaller guerrilla army because at where because ch- people that were in Che Guevara's guerrilla army they really cared about what they were doing and they stood for something whereas on Batista's side they were just kind of like guards that were just being paid to like do whatever so they gave up really easily and you know uh, so there was a synergy on Che Guevara's guerrilla army side Cool. We're the Bolsheviks. You're such a good dude. And then you get shot by a sniper. Grass. 
Just wear the fucking gloves. Thank you. That was fun. That was tight. There's some sort of pent up rage in me. I've had like a couple fingers in my butt. What you're doing is pointless. You're just trying to be cool. I was played for a fool. Fool. Mm, did you see the um the Larry Hogan press conference the other day? It was on like Wednesday or whatever. No. Well, what did he say? It was where they're talking about how like schools are going to be closed for the rest of the school year. And then like how they're going to start opening up like outdoor activities and shit. Yeah. Okay. So cool. you can go like golfing and they're opening up like some type I, of like sports shit and like hiking mini trails. Golf, mini golf is the only golf I do. So um, that's what I'd be exciting about, excited about. But you know me, big golfer. Yeah, right. The beaches are opening up, but you can't like have fun. You have to like walk on it. We can't go in the water. Wouldn't it be safer to go in the water? I don't think so. Isn't the whole thing like the water droplets and the that's like a big part of the whole way that this is like supposed to be spreading is like the the water droplets at like the condensed air or whatever. But it's like you can't like be like chilling on the beach like in a big group or whatever. And I guess like Daddy Hogan's letting us have a little taste of freedom. And then if you fuck up, he's going to ground us again. Mm hmm. Yeah, he did sound angry in that one press conference. Well, because everybody's fucking dumb. Dude, I got, uh, there's so much dumb shit happening. But um, the fucking school shit has been, like, pretty interesting, I guess. Because, like, they, like, so, like, schools are fucking done for the rest of the year. Like, for the, the school year, rather. But now people are starting to fucking bug out because they don't even think that the schools are going to, like, open up, like, in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so I've been seeing a bunch of people freaking the fuck out about that shit. And, like, honestly, it's just people basically being like, I can't be around my goddamn kids for another fucking five months. Oh, for sure, man. People in my office that have kids are freaking out. And to be honest, I mean, because they're not, I mean, there's no help for, like, you know, there's no help for them for childcare. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. They, they, they have to go to work. And then there's, you know, if you if they were to pay someone to watch their kid while they're at work, there's no reason for them to go to work because it costs just as much per day. You know what I mean? It's just it's fucked up. One of my little sisters does like a daycare thing, and apparently that shit is like really fucked up right now. Cause like a private person can't like put their kid in daycare right now, but like you can only do it if, like, the parents are essential workers. But then, like, to help the essential workers, the government is supposed to be, like, cutting a check. Like, the government's, like, footing the bill for, like, uh, child care for essential workers right now. But that, that all, that, that kind but of stuff the check has hasn't, applications. But the check and hasn't they, come through is the thing. So, like, my sister hasn't been paid, like, since March for her daycare. Yeah, and that's she's the, missing that's, out like a shit ton of money. It's like a whole thing. fucking thing. I, yeah, I kind of want to talk about that because that goes kind of into what I was looking at um, when it comes to like the difference between Europe and us dealing with this shit. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. the U.S., the way we did it is that we have unemployment insurance and stuff like that. But with the stimulus, what we did was, you know, we had these these funds, but these funds you had the only way for businesses to get a hold of these funds was to actually go through a commercial bank uh, and apply 
So they'd have to apply to, to get these funds to, to start paying their employees again. You know what I mean? Um, or to pay either pay their employees or try to keep things afloat. And that, that step kind of just fucks everything up because by the time small businesses um, apply and there's delays and everything, by the time they apply, they realize like the bigger businesses like <laughs> McDonald's and shit, you know, uh, got to it first. But, you well, know, McDonald's the- didn't get it, but like, obvi- like it's been all around, like, like Shake Shack and all those places got it. That, that's what I mean. And I'm like sorry, a like, bunch of, and they also opened it up to churches. Which is like fucked up. So like tax. Whoa, what? Yeah, tax exempt churches could apply for PPP loans. Like nine thousand churches got it or something. It was like twelve thousand applied and nine thousand got it. You motherfuckers. Yeah, it's a whole thing. My so like this is a shit. At my job, we applied only for the state, the state assistance. Like we're essential, obviously. So we're still working, but we needed like. We're down like to bare minimum employees, like probably under bare minimum. Like I'm kind of working a lot right now. And like we applied for state because we figured that we'd have a better chance of getting the state money than the federal money. But since all these like uh, every fucking company seemingly like applied for both, like we didn't get like the first round or like the second round or whatever. So we like haven't gotten anything from the state because they like ran out of money or whatever the fuck is going on. And so, like, we had to now apply for the Fed shit also. Cause we, we tried to do, because, like, when you applied for the state, it was like, are you applying for state and federal or just state? And we only applied for state thinking that it would, like, make our chances better. And so now, like, we're still waiting in the queue for, like, two months. And we were like, fuck this. So now we're applying for state also, like, this late in the game. And so now we're, like, 10 millionth in line to be, like, reviewed. And it's a fucking mess. This is so stupid. This is the dumbest thing ever, how they handled this shit. Mm-hmm. It's so easy how they could have done it. You know how they could have done it? In a capitalist way, even. Just freeze rent mm-hmm. across the board. And, and mortgages. Gets, yeah, everything. Just everything. Mortgages, rent, whatever. And that all Turn just, off your goddamn phone's volume. <laughs> you, you were doing so good, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Freeze it. You know what I mean? Completely. And, um, and maybe, and then do the, like the, the $1,200 thing for everyone. Then that would have been fine because then people could have really budgeted it out. And, you know, it, was, it only ended up being what, two to three months. And then we're already starting to open back up. But just, I'm mean, really just freeze the rents and, and the mortgages and even maybe even like, well, the energy companies, they still, I guess they use up resources to bring energy. So that's a little different, but um, they could have done something to help out with that too, you know. But, you know, the way the UK did it is the UK government pays companies to pay their employees 80% of their normal wage. And then businesses also get help from the government with rent and other costs, you know what I mean? So it basically just puts the economy on, on a pause instead of just like derailing it and just like doing all these weird, th- we didn't have to do all this, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, if you just would have freezing rent would have been the most important thing. I don't know why we just didn't do that. That's so stupid because yeah, I don't know. Landlord shouldn't get any money just because 
nobody else is getting any money. You know what I mean? Like, why why are they so special that they have to get? I just don't understand it. Well, it's because landlords somehow think that they're the only class of investor that's guaranteed to get like a return every fucking month or whatever, right? Because that's the whole point of like being a commercial landlord. And by commercial, I mean someone who's like a landlord to make money, not someone who just has like commercial properties. But like, that's the whole thing, right? Is like, instead of having your 401k or instead of having your investment in the stock market, you like buy a shitty house and you make it livable. And then you expect to be making like a thousand dollars a month off of this house that you're only paying 400 bucks on. Like, it's a whole fucking thing where like, somehow like some way like they think they're entitled to like not ever take a loss on an investment you know like it's not like it's people who are renting on a room in their house or shit like it's it's people who are making an investment right i i understand why they think that but why is the government uh letting them think that way i would imagine <laughs> this, it's because in this situation it's i would imagine it's because that they're af- they were afraid to have another 2008 you know, they were afraid but to have another if fucking. If you do it across the board, it's almost like nothing's happening. But also, it's because the everything is run by these like the banks and the larger corporations, and they still want to get their money because everything's bought on fucking credit. Yeah, but too fucking bad. I mean, that's what I've been Freeze saying is is too Freeze bad. Yeah, we should have just put a pause on everything until the shit gets figured out, and then just like even like didn't do like the giving out money thing, and then just been like free food or like cheap you know like there's ways that we could have done it if we would have planned ahead of time like we could have gone into like war economy mode and been like the competitive sectors of the economy are on hold right now we got to make sure people don't fucking die and then we'll go but like we're going to have a timeout basically you know yeah but then like to go back to the before we kind of go off into the more of the international stuff or whatever like a fucked up part, like a real difficult part about all this too, like with the kids shit is the fact that like in America, we have like folded our entire like childcare infrastructure into our school system. So like, yeah. that's a big deal with all this shit too, that people are freaking the fuck out about because like, especially with like public school, like the whole way up, like even through college, like a lot of these people like really rely on their schooling for like food and like physical and mental health and shit. So like, and also it's fucking daycare, you know, it's daycare. And it's also like I think in LA there's like, like, a, like millions of kids that are homeless when they get out of school. So they rely on that to get their fucking well, even one in, meal a day, even in fucking Baltimore. Like it was such a big deal because there's like of these schools that haven't been completely gutted because they're not making any money. And like, trying to bust kids around like there's a lot of kids like on the fucking west side and like you know like the actual east side that hasn't been gentrified where like the only food they get or like their main source of food throughout the day or even the week is like at school that's why like one of the first things that happened when they shut down schools was like all those volunteer organizations were like we're opening up hot lunches like we got to make sure these fucking kids you know have somewhere to fucking go yeah and that's not even counting like the kids who have like terrible fucking home lives so like for seven eight hours a day they get you know to escape their like abusive home situations like it's just it's just fucking crazy that like we structured everything in this way where they tried to like make it cost effective so like now there's like if we have to shut down the schools there's like no infrastructure to like help like support children and like their needs 
Yeah. Plus, not to mention, like, I know people that have, like, overdosed because of this. They're using more drugs than they usually would because, you know, the time that they're not at work and, you know, the whole economic frustration. They just, like, are fucking doing more drugs. I, you know, I've heard of two overdoses so far that resulted in deaths and shit uh, in my close friends and stuff. You know, that probably directly links to this you know what I mean? In some way or another. I mean, that was something that I've been worried about from the beginning was like the logistics of like not being able to go outside, let alone like not having money anymore. Like ideally this would be the time for you to like try to get clean. If like you have a situation where you could like go through withdrawal, like, you know, but like I was, the first thing that came to my mind was like, Oh fuck. Like if it's a thing where I can't go outside that much anymore, like if I was still like getting fucked up, like, I would be getting like a week at a time and there's no way I would have the self-control not to do like, you know, like a shit ton of it. Cause it's like sitting there. You know what I mean? Like that shit's fucking scary. Like I don't know anybody that's died yet, but like, I'm sure that something fucked up will happen eventually with this shit. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, who knows? Cause when we start to open back up, we're going to realize there's a lot of businesses that just closed down. I mean, for sure. Also, to go back to your other point, I think a lot of the reason why like it was structured this way, not to get too conspiracy theory about it, but I think that this is a very big like land grab and a very big like capital grab. So like the smaller businesses that can't withstand like having potentially 6 months where they're not open, they're going to fold and now there's a whole bunch of commercial real estate. Well, yeah. And then, and then larger corporations or larger, you know, groups or whatever the fuck you want to call them are going to come in and like take over the, that real estate or take over that part of the market. So like a lot of like mom and pop, like, I don't know, grocery stores or like burger restaurants, restaurants or what, like bars or whatever are going to fucking probably close or are closing because they can't go six months without, you know, making any money because they have like a really high overhead. So now they're out of fucking business. But then like the bigger, like the bigger food chains and the bigger bar chains can now stay open. And then when things open back up, that's where everybody's going to go. And now they're going to make more money. Like it's, I think that that's a big, a big part of this is that it's, it's a way for the rich people to get better real estate and to get just, you know, more fucking holdings. Yeah. And also I would imagine it's like coming to America where people are going to be buying stuff. Like the stocks are just going crazy. And so people are just buying shit as they crash. Yeah. So are you okay? Never mind. Hmm. No, I was just thinking about something, but then I, I just in my head, I, I realized that it didn't make any sense. So, I mean, I would hope that what would happen after all this, because like, even like in my job, like I go into a lot of like the big office buildings, and like entire floors are fucking completely empty. Like, there's just so much unused space in all these like really big commercial settings like let alone well that's the thing too is like you know i think we already talked about this but like when everything come back comes back online how many businesses are just like how many things are just going to be completely empty now that people are like realizing a lot of their employees could just work from home i mean i hope that that happens i really do hope that 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 happens it sucks that it had to be realized in this way you know but like I hope that that does happen and then we can re out like 
But we can reallocate a lot of space if we can rezone a lot of like the commercial space and turn that into high density residential. Like in my ideal world, we would turn a lot of these like high rise offices into like public housing or like affordable housing or something, you know, because there's I mean, it's bad enough in any big urban city where it's like too expensive to live. Like there should not be empty apartments if there are people living on the street like. It kind of sucks that that's like a radical stance to take, but like you know, I mean, it's kind of the system we're living in. To take it's just kind of nobody's nobody's taking up nobody's brought that to the attention, you know. I mean, that's like a big rallying cry with like a lot of like communist and anarchist groups and circles is like housing people and feeding people. It's all these things that like should be very like yeah, but these people don't aren't are obviously not very good at like getting their voices heard. It's not about getting your voice heard. It's about making it pass legislation. And none of that legislation is going to ever pass because you're taking money out of the rich people's pockets. Well, what I'm saying is like the left doesn't really know how to organize very well to get these, uh, you know, these, these stances and these views and these opinions on a more mainstream platform that they can actually go against you know, more of these libertarian conservative uh, views. You know what I mean? Like, they're, you, I, I'll just say the left just isn't very good at organizing. Well, yeah. No, the modern American left hasn't been fucking shit since the 70s. But, like, yeah, I mean, that's the reason, not the reason why things are fucked up, but that's, like, a big part of it is the fact that there is no actual, like, left movement in America. Yeah. And I think it is really sad. It's really sad also because there's such a strong right wing movement happening. I mean, around the world, but especially in America. And it is like, I don't want to be like an alarmist and say that it's like fucking terrifying. And like, I'm personally scared, but like existentially, I'm like worried about it. Like a lot of the open up the country. I almost want to be like, let's let them take it all so that they can have a big fun. Cause if they had their way and wanted to just be fully in power and everything, I think people would quickly realize that not, nothing is like good. You know what I mean? Because they're very, it's a very selfish and, and uh, um, individualistic outlook though. You know, it's a very Ayn Rand type of world that they want to live in. And, uh, I think if we just let them have everything for like 10 years, people would finally be like, this isn't, this isn't working. And like, there's a huge wealth gap, (laughs) even bigger than, I mean, that would lead to so many more problems just because I don't want to get into a whole thing about how everything's so polarized, you know, but like, it definitely is like, Things are so polarized right now and people are so like entrenched in their camp to where like they will never admit that they're wrong. They'll just pivot the blame around. And so that's that's, like, but that's that's a big thing that's like happening now. And like, I have something for the Patreon episode, like a really infuriating, very personal thing that happened with, um, yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon guys. Yeah. Hear me complain about my family. Um, but like, No, that's, like, a big thing that's happening with all the, like, open up America bullshit is, like, now it, like, uh, like, the pandemic shit, 
Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the pandemic. Okay, but I, I don't know. I don't. I. I'm not gonna vilify everybody on that's protesting because, uh, you know, I don't. I don't want to vilify all of them. Why not? Just because I don't think. I don't think it's all. I don't think they're all just a bunch of idiots. You know, what I mean, I think just kind of. You know, I. I just don't. I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blanket. Please say they're all idiots and pieces of shit. That's all. Well, I mean, Sorry. like, do you have any like actual defense, like anything that you could articulate, like art, like anything you could articulate to be like, here's why I don't think that like protesting for the fucking government to open or their practices aren't abhorrent. Um. Well, for one, I don't think there's anything wrong with protesting anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think we all have the right to protest whatever we want. Okay. Okay, so that's one. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I don't think it's super wrong for to us to think, for some people to think that we overshot this. You know what I mean? Just be like, our, you know, we already went. On, I already went on that huge rant about like how I think we over overshot this. And I'm not, I'm not saying that anyone's stupid for overshooting it. I mean, I just it's easy to get this thing wrong because we never really encountered it before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I think people are kind of done. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we had some rough spots like in New York and other places, like the meat plants, for example, but even in the meat plants, there was no, there's not really any deaths. There was what like, you, what? there are a lot of deaths. There was most of them. What? Like 70% of them were asymptomatic, right? Uh, at least in the in the thing I was hearing about, like the the meat plant thing that I was hearing about, like they there was like three hundred cases, but like most people didn't even show signs. They just got they got tested and they had it, but like they didn't even know they had it. Yeah, it's like what the South Dakota thing. Where I mean, I don't know what the number is now, but I think it was like a couple days ago. It was like what three hundred people were uh, tested positive, but only like seventeen people died or whatever. Well, did you listen to the, uh, so like, for example, the, so China, right? This is actually a, they're op- completely normal now, right? They're like, they're open, they're opened up, they're, they're back to normal, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we weren't far, too far behind them. So if they're already fully open back up, I just don't know that we have a reason to keep being closed or, you know, and we are open back up. Well, slowly. the reason why we would need to be keep closed is because we didn't spend the last three months under a actual heavy lockdown. We were under at best a partial lockdown. We still have a shit ton of daily numbers and daily deaths. I mean, we, we, the United States in and of itself attributes what, like a third of the, the cases globally and Mm -hmm. a lot of that is because the lockdown wasn't taken fucking seriously and it's because it's become super polarized and super politicized and my biggest issue with the open it back up rallies that's what they are is that they've been turned into fucking trump rallies and like i know that you're going to have something to say about that but like it's kind of hard to ignore the fact that like 
a lot of MAGA people and Trump people and like weird like neo-Nazi like alt-right people are showing up to these events. They might not be everybody, but there's enough for them to be a noticeable group and they're showing up with these guns and they're not threatening violence per se, but they're ready for like this armed conflict. They're storming fucking government buildings and not getting fucking arrested. Like it's just infuriating that this shit is happening because it's, it's not about the, like the disease and opening it back up. So I, the protester can feed my family. Like we've been saying on here, it's, it's because they're pissed off that they're, they don't want to lose their social status. They think that they're entitled to be able to do whatever they want. Like it's, it's not about like, hey, we overshot it and we should reconsider reopening. It is, right. fuck you, pussy Democrats. Like, my president told me that like this is what's happening, and you guys like aren't gonna come and tell me that I can't go to the movie theater anymore. Like, and if anyone tries to stop me, like as an American, I have a right. Like, that's what it is. That's my issue with it. People who are actually like trying to have like articulate debates about like you know, like policy or like actual experts who come in and say, what's up? Like I'll listen to, I'll listen to that shit all day, but I'm not going to listen to some fucking stupid fuck who like shows up to a fucking Capitol with an AR 15 revenue's truck around with a sign on his truck that says like your health isn't worth more than my right to go get a cheeseburger. Like that's fucking stupid. And that's why everything. You actually see that sign? Is that an actual sign? No, there was an actual sign I saw that said, like, your health isn't worth more than my freedom. And then there's all the stuff that says, like, legalize the gym, legalize haircuts. Like, those are actual signs I've seen. Mm. Like, there there are. Yeah, it is very dumb. And that is the, the visible minority, if not the implied majority of a lot of these open it back up protests. You know? I guess the things I was looking at was more just like normal people. I, I don't guess have if a, I was looking at. A, I don't have an issue with like mm-hmm. a normal person actually articulating. Hold like, on, I got poor connection. Yeah, you're. Yeah, stop talking for a second because it's it's coming up all weird on my shit. But like, I don't have a fucking issue with like a normal ass person, like disagreeing with policy and trying to have like a constructive conversation. I have an issue with people freaking the fuck out and like putting other people's lives in danger, either because they're not complying with like medical experts or the fact that they're bringing a loaded gun to a public place and they're not practicing gun safety. I've seen so many fucking videos and so many pictures of people at these fucking open the shit back up rallies with loaded fucking guns. They got fucking uh, the, uh, what are they called? The fucking maggot, like full magazines in their fucking cargo pants pockets, like about to fall out. Like the fucking barrels of their guns are pointed all over the goddamn place. Like these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. And it's just infuriating. That's badass though. It is not badass. It is fucking so stupid. It is so dumb I mean, for all these redneck yeah, larpers. Are they, dressed like, are they dressed like Stallone and like fucking Rambo? Because if if so, I'm I can't argue against that. No, it's all people who want to be fucking solid snake. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. No, it's fucking so dumb. Like if you want to go larp and do that's your cosplay, fucking, that's what a fucking communist who's pro gun would look like. No, it's not. 
What do you? That's exactly. If you were a communist, pro-gun, and that kind of thing, that's what you would look like. You would look like fucking Professor Snake or whatever the hell you say. Professor Snake. What? What's? What did you say? Something Snake. Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. You know the 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 main character in Metal Gear Solid, Professor Snake. What am I mixing up? Uh, Professor so- Snape from Harry Potter and Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, you're right. Professor Snape is much... That's what a leftist pro-gun guy would look like. He wouldn't even have a gun. He'd have a fucking stick waving around being like, does this shoot bullets? I mean, that's I would we have I would imagine side. in the event that like someone who's actually on the left was going to bring an armed gun, like an armed firearm to a protest would be way more disciplined and like actually part of like a trained militia. Everything that I've seen, no, they'd have a fucking black hoodie, some cargo pants and fucking, they'd have a patch on the back of their hoodie. And that, that says dystopia or some shit, you know, Dude, that's not the same thing as what we're talking about right now. If we're talking about actual, like people like armed militia men showing up, the right has a lot more of them because they're all cosplaying. They all want to pretend to be soldier. They're the dudes who say shit where they're like, I would join the fucking army, but if a girl sergeant got in my face, I'd deck the motherfucker. Like, no. These no. are the people who are showing up, wa- waving their fucking guns around. If it was actually like a real communist, like if there was actually like a real Leninist militia that showed up to like the Oregon State rally, these motherfuckers- Lenin barely had a militia. You should have used, used like Cuba's Che Guevara. I'm saying a Leninist, like an actual communist regime, like an actual communist militia, like a homegrown militia. In the same way, there's like these right wing militias that show up. There's actually an armed left wing one. Like if the fucking what the John Brown Gun Society or like a redneck revolt, any of these like actual left militias that are very real, like the left gun clubs. These motherfuckers. I gotta look look it up. What the the John Brown one sounds interesting. Yeah, they're. But like all of these, there's like actual left militias, like left gun clubs. And they showed up to the fucking Charlottesville thing. Not Charlottesville. The the one that just happened. Was that in Charlottesville again? The Virginia one. The big one in Virginia that happened like half a year ago. But like regardless, like these people would show up. just Alex Kaufman. What? What are you talking about? The fucking redneck revolt? Yeah, there's a fucking, it's a redneck gun club that's. They're the, it's a left wing redneck gun club, but those people are fucking like actually trained and like are disciplined. They're not like dude, people who are pretending to be soldiers. Dude, you want to join them? Holy shit. This is badass. Please don't join a gun club. John Jordan. Brown militia. Holy fuck. That'd be sweet, dude. You are the last person that should ever have a firearm. Dude, I've shot guns. There's a big difference between shooting a gun and having a gun. I wouldn't trust you to, like, be a gun owner at all. Why? I'm not going to kill anyone. Because you pop off too much. I do not pop off too much. You get all worked up and you start waving your little hands around. But anyway, it, it yeah, in the event that there was actually, like, people on the left with guns showing up, they would be actually, like, trained and way more responsible dude there's some trained on the right too there are some definitely well-trained militias on the right well like i just was continually saying 
I was looking up the Redneck Revolt. I wasn't listening to you. Well, like I have been saying before you looked up the Redneck Revolt, is that there's just so many people on the right who show up with their guns, and the vast majority of them are not trained. That's not true. That is definitely true. No. No, do it. Look look up pictures of like the dudes who show up to these fucking pro-COVID rallies, and look at how they're handling their firearms. And look at how they're dressed up in their tactical gear that makes no fucking sense. Oh, yeah, because I know exactly how it's supposed to look. I don't know. Fucking... Well, I'm going to join the fucking Redneck Revolt, and then I'm going to learn how to use a gun, and then I will review these right-wingers. I... That's how I'm going to go. God, I hope you, you actually don't do that. You Why? Would... What is your problem? <sighs> that would be so bad. I thought you'd be happy about me joining a fucking left-wing group. What a... You know, without this, I was about to join a right-wing group. Yeah, because if you're going to join a group, join one that you actually believe in, which is a right-wing group, Jordan. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And this is actually... I just... just, Until here... Until then... Until right now, I didn't even know that there was a left-wing gun group. Yeah, man. Like, I continually tell you, like, the idea that the left doesn't have guns is just fucking stupid. Actual communists, well, it, it, that's what the main, you know, that's that's what they want us to believe. That's who who wants you to believe that? The mainstream media or the right wing controlled media stuff? Yeah, because that's the talking point to bring poor people over to be a Republican is the fact that the Democrats, who are the left, are pussies who don't like guns. But that's like not yeah. representative of. I mean, the actual come on. Left. We know a lot of we know a lot of people that are on our general side of the political spectrum and don't like guns. I don't think that you've had a political discussion with any of our mutual friends in the last like seven or eight years. Because most the of fuck is that most of the people who I would imagine you're talking about who are politically active are one hundred percent pro gun. You have to be pro-gun if you want to actually have any type of revolutionary thought on the left. To think that you're going to do this through policy is fucking ridiculous. And even if you don't want to... That's wanna... what I've been saying. I've been saying that. Okay, I mean, you're not saying anything like new or brave. It's not something to like pat you on the back for. Like It's, it's just like the reality of the situation. I will never. Hold on. I'll never say anything new get that under our belts sure you'll never say anything what new or brave yeah because you like don't nothing have nothing i say is going to be new i'm it's all recycled material i'm mm. only it's all stuff I that only, you either saw you read on vox or you saw on joe rogan from the last three days 100 percent. no exactly actually I just got done watching Vox videos. Yeah, I can tell. And I listened to that. I listened to the new Elon Musk shit on Joe Rogan. Oh, which was. Oh God, it sucks. You called it sweet. Um, so the kid's Why? name is Kyle. Kyle Dunnigan. No, Elon Musk's child is named Kyle Musk. No, it's not, dude. So the it's name X Ash Archangel Dash Twelve. X is the Greek letter Chi pronounced K-I, Kuh. A-E, the A-E or whatever, because you're supposed to say like encyclopedia instead of encyclopedia. That A-E uh, thing is pronounced 
I. A I. And then A hyphen 12. 12th letter of the alphabet is L. It's pronounced Kyle. K I L. Kai A L. It's Kyle. Where are you getting this from? Look, I fucking heard it right straight here. from the ass. Right here. Read. Yeah. Read that yeah, breakdown. That's Eric's cream fucking meme or whatever. That's the way he thinks it is, but I fucking listened to the podcast. He fucking talked about it, dude. The kid's it's name X is Kyle. Archangel 12. It's Kyle. Grimes would not be caught dead calling her fucking child fucking Kyle. All it's, Kyle's fucking asshole. It's Kyle Musk. Have you ever met a Kyle you didn't want to punch in the fucking face? It's Kyle Musk. It's not Kyle Musk. It is Kyle Musk. It's XXH, Archangel 12. <laughs> it's fucking Musk. Kyle, you fucking nerd. It's not Kyle, dude. It's fucking anyway, Kyle. Did you, did you listen to that podcast? It was cool. No, I didn't have time to. Um, I really didn't even have much interest in it, but... Why? I don't know. I didn't have like two I hours. I love three. that dude, man. I don't even know why. Hmm? I just really like him. Yeah. I like him too. Yeah, I know you do. That makes total sense that you would love Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and Grimes. Now, Elon Musk argued in favor of something I was for and against something I was for too. So cool. I don't really was... want to like break down an Elon Musk interview. That sounds fucking boring. This isn't a Joe Rogan recap show. We should just become one. That is my literal nightmare. <laughs> I would. I'm just kidding. I would fucking hate uh, that. But I will say, on a previous episode, we had kind of gone back and forth about the Joe Rogan stuff, and I don't want to do like a big shitting on Joe Rogan thing because I really don't give a shit that much about him. He's just one of the main podcasts out there, man. That's all. I mean, I I listen to him because I I do like. That he has a bunch of people on. And he's got a lot of comics on. I like comedy. And, um, you know, and then he's got these these uh, intellectuals on both sides come on randomly, but which see, are just fun to listen to sometimes. This is know? the That's thing all. about it that I don't agree with, is that th the argument with Joe Rogan's show is that he's this down-the-middle guy and he gives everyone a chance, right? That's, like, the defense for him having on, like, that's that's the defense that you hear when people talk about how Joe Rogan is alt right or he's a gateway to the art or alt right or he's he favors the right or whatever the fuck right. It's always that no 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 he's actually a this thing and he's a down the middle guy. But the issue with his show is that he he plat he lets these people like have a platform on his show and he doesn't ever really challenge anybody who's on I the agree right. With that. I agree with that. So he makes them all seem pretty innocuous and he makes them all seem pretty innocent. And then that Hold lets on. you. There are instances where he has challenged people. Like I understand that. But the, like by and ben large. Hero with gay marriage. By and large. I mean, he real, he lets so. them just promote their stuff and gives them, you know, this platform for. And he's probably the major media outlet. One of, you know. If, but I would also argue that it's not really up to him to have you be smart enough to de be deterrent or in favor of whatever these people are saying. If these people are saying shitty things and you are going to start following them, it that's on you. I don't think it's up to him to have to challenge it. He's he's having these people on. He's not 
he doesn't consider himself someone who has to challenge these people. He doesn't have to. He's just having people on on both sides and he is letting them say whatever they want to say. And sometimes he'll have fun with them. Sometimes he'll challenge them or sometimes he won't. But either way, you as a listener, if these people are saying fucked up shit and then you think it's cool and you're going to start liking that person, that's on you, man. Like but if you can't come it, up with your own fucking ideas about something, then that's not that's not really an issue with Joe. But it is an issue with his programming because what it, it's it's he advertises it either purposefully or not on purpose as this like I give everyone an equal chance, both sides, blah blah blah, I'm nonpartisan, whatever. But Every time he has someone who is on the right on, which is, what is it, like eight to one or like seven to one, if you look at like right versus left, like there's an actual breakdown of the people he has on his show. And it is very much more right wing people because he has them on the show because the whole premise is the liberal media doesn't give you guys a fair shake. So come on my show and like I won't censor you and let me let me let you, you know, say your fucking piece. Yeah. but then it's like if he was actually going to have like this balanced and fair show, like who has he actually had that's like on the left compared to on the right? Because on the right, well, he's had Jordan Peterson. He's had Ben Shapiro. He's had like all these fucking people. But then on the left, he's had um, what's his face? Um, also, hold on, though. For one, mm-hmm. here's an argument. A lot of people on the left won't even go on his show. I don't think that but that's he, an accurate assessment because he's one of the biggest news outlets in the world, arguably. But he's, he's had, also had he has had people on the left on a lot. He's had and Cornell I, West I, and Bernie Sanders, and he's had the people from the Young no, Turks. No, he's had um oh god, there's that Ryan guy. There's like there's a whole bunch. Of, I mean, he's had all like a he's had you know um yeah he's had Bernie Sanders. A bunch of he's actually I don't know their names because they're I'm not really that as familiar with the people on left, but he's definitely had a lot of people on left on. But he has had way more people on the right on Jordan Peterson, Brett Weinstein, Sam Harris, Dave Rubin, Tim Pool, Gad Sad, Alex Jones, Stephen Crowder, Ted Nugent, Mm -hmm. Roseanne Barr. Uh, mm-hmm. fucking Ben Shapiro, Gavin McInnes has been on there. Milo Yiannopoulos has been on there all to defend themselves. And then the only people who like are really the big names on the left that he's had on have been fucking Cornell West and Bernie. And you know, like the, the fucking, the young Turks there's people, if you really more, count them, there's a lot. there, there are not a- people that are anywhere on the same level as the right who have been on the left. If he actually gave a shit about having this subjective show or being down the middle, then why the fuck hasn't Chomsky or Zizek been on or fucking Nader or Warren or Stein, Al Gore, or even if you want to make it not people who are active in politics, then like he's had like commentators on the same level as like Chapo. Why doesn't he have fucking the Cumtown dudes or the Chapo guys or any of those people on his show? If he actually wants to have this like cross stitching of American that, politics. Fucking Lewis, he's had Lewis J. Gomez on there. He's had uh, Big J. Ogerson on there. He's had, you know. These had- guys aren't known for like their political prowess. They're like the funny fart joke dudes who hang out with Cumtown and Chapo. It's not like he's having like the actual uh, but, fucking Chapo but, people on there. But also, Joe, these are people that he's, uh, uh, again, I think the right really goes to him to be on. And I think a lot of people on the left are ref- refrain from going on a show because they are 
because of his reputation for being someone who has people on the right. Even when Bernie Sanders got on, he got a lot of shit just for going on his fucking show. Like, that was so stupid. Also, I don't think Joe considers himself a fair and balanced show. I think he just likes to hang out with whoever. He's a very, like, nonchalant, like, doesn't give a fuck dude. He's not really, uh, he, I don't think he really considers himself someone that, like, uh, needs to be, have, but again, he does have a lot of people on the right that maybe aren't as well known, but he'll have them on and they argue really, things are like, uh, they argue really well on his show and he agree. And you have to look at his actual stances on things too. You know what I mean? He'll have people to fuck around with, like, like Milo Yiannopoulos, he fucks around with him and all, and all this stuff, and he'll laugh at all, all the crazy things Milo says because Milo's just a fucking troll. But when it comes down to like, what does Joe actually believe in? I mean, it's very, it's very uh, left on on social issues and things like that. And then you know, he's very, he's also full, like, you know, uh, universal based uh, universal healthcare, that kind of stuff, all like that main stuff. He's very left on and. You know, he's actually, he's pretty much down the middle, but a lot of this, all the right wing, like Nazi stuff, I mean, he's completely against. Well, it has nothing to do with his personal views and you can't hide behind the product of the show by saying like, guys, it's cool. Like I actually am this way. Like it's about your fucking output and the responsibility that you take on with having one of the largest media outlets in the fucking world. And he's being completely irresponsible not to like have this like like really simpy like lib argument about it. I don't think it's irresponsible to have people like Ben Shapiro and John Jordan Peterson on. I don't think that I don't think those people are that dangerous. It is one hundred percent irresponsible to try to minimize the points of view of people who are used as references for some of these more like radical groups. That is irresponsible to have them on your show for any other reason than to challenge them. And I'll make the argument even on either side. But the fact is that like he norm through his show being what it is, he is normalizing a lot of these like more far right dudes. And yeah, on their show, they don't say the crazy shit, but that's how you lure dumb people in. And then they start saying, Oh man, like Ben Shapiro is actually not that bad of a guy. I heard he was a piece of shit, but on Joe Rogan, they were laughing about stuff. And then you start, yeah, because I, 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 I don't, I don't, I, it's not a problematic show. He's not someone that you would go to, to find challenges to these opinions. And he did challenge, dude, if you look at the, I mean, he really rails against Ben Shapiro when it comes to the gay marriage stuff. I mean, like, but, that's wonderful that he's done like one thing where he rails against these people. But like the fact that he has such a large platform and he uses it to like, even if it's not on purpose, like the fact that it is used to humanize these people, because now what happens is people like they are humans. I mean, these are the but, human experience you get from, you know, but, I don't, I don't, here's the thing is I, it's not like he has Richard Spencer on, you know, and lets him speak his hateful speech. No, cause he already had think, Gavin McCannis on. He doesn't need to have Richard Spencer on. Did he have Gavin McInnes on recently? Gavin McInnes was on the show at some time before 2018. But Gavin okay. McInnes would have only been on the before, show. That was that not was before like, Proud Boy stuff, dude. Like I'm telling, like these people come on the show and they do their like very milk toast, like you know, declawed version, because then they can later say, "Dude, I'm not a bad guy. I was on fucking Rogan." 
Right. Dude, Gavin's well, not a bad guy. He was on Rogan and they were laughing about fart jokes. Dude, it's cool. Like, they don't get a fair shake. And, and Joe Rogan, like, is the one who should be, like, moderating the debates. He's, like, a cool, balanced guy. That's what it's used for. It's used to make these people not look like they're dangerous. And, yeah, I understand, like, Ben Shapiro isn't a I, dangerous again, I guy. Also, but, like, I also, again, I also think people just need to be personally responsible for the views that they fucking come up with themselves, too. You know what I mean? Like if they're if you go if you watch this guy on Joe Rogan, they're having a fucking good time. They're not talking about their crazy views, but then you look them up later and they're they that's where you find their crazy views. I just don't believe in censorship at all. And I just like don't I don't think it's a I, I think people need to be more personally responsible for coming up with their own views. I like listening to his uh uh podcast where he has he has Alex Jones on. I fucking hate Alex Jones. But it is entertaining to hear this guy fucking say this crazy shit. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, Alex Jones, he's just a no, I fucking still hate that guy. But that was an entertaining podcast. And then I walk away not being deter- de- uh, pushed in the way of thinking that Alex Jones is some nice guy. You know what I mean? Like or that he's that he doesn't deserve, you know, getting sued by the fucking uh, Connecticut fucking whatever people for the school shootings or whatever. I think he should, he actually absolutely deserves what's coming to him. Um, But again, I don't think it's up to, to Joe. That's not the show he set out. He he started out as a comedy show. It's still pretty much a comedy show. He just likes to fuck around. And if anyone's going to him to like get, he says often like, don't fucking listen to me. I'm, I'm fucking idiot, blah, 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 you know, and he's just, if you're going to him for your news and shit, like, that's your own fucking problem, like, don't, just be entertained, he's, it's an entertainment show at the end of the day, and, you know, he's, he, his podcast is just like, you know, I, I just think it comes down to personal responsibility. I would agree with you if people were actually fucking responsible, but unfortunately people have the fucking attention spans of goldfish and they're going to like Joe Rogan. Not my problem. Okay. Well, it's not your fucking problem, but like it should be something that you have an opinion about because like, this is how we have situations like we do now with the open up the country shit. Yeah. Well, no, not really. Uh, but I, 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 what do, what's the what's the answer? You want to shut down Joe Rogan? Did I say shut down Joe Rogan? All I all said was that him? all yeah, I have I mean, said like, with any of this stuff is that he should be more critical of the more like insane right wing people that he brings on. Him, that's not him. Well, that's then he should change him. who he is. Like, I don't know what you really want me to say, like with this. Like, I don't think that Joe Rogan's show should I, like I don't think it's a show that anyone should go to in a serious way. I think you should just enjoy it, or if you don't like him, just don't listen to him. That's all. But it's disappointing that his show is like as big as it is, and he doesn't take any responsibility towards like. To be fair, I think he is starting to in a, in a little bit of way. Like he'll still have these people on, but I don't think um, I think he is more critical of like comics coming on a show and starting talk and starting saying like you know, white people that say the N word or something like, I think he's very much more like, uh, I think Brian Callen talked about it recently, how like going on Joe Rogan is not the same as it used to be 
because they used to joke around a lot more. Now the jokes are getting, he just feels like a little more tamed going in there. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, honestly, like when you get to the level that his show is now, it needs to be a little bit more tame. And if you want to make this a censorship thing, you can, but it's like, he needs to be able to take some sort of responsibility because he has how many millions of people every day watching him. And a lot of people aren't as educated as we might be. And so a lot of people will get suckered into this bullshit. And a lot of the people who come on there, like with fad dieting stuff or like his exercise people, like it's just like he, I just have a lot of issues with like the weird, like elitist cult of personality that surrounds the show. And like a lot of like that crew of people, but we're at like 55 minutes. Um, Really quick. Can we do the little pandemic thing? Like really quick. Yeah. So did you watch? Uh, okay. What? Uh, I just want to. Never mind. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go. Go ahead. Did I watch Pandemic? No, I didn't watch it, and it's also pulled off of all the shit, right? No, you can still find it. Well, people no, have it saved it. on their computer, and then they watch. Well, it's only like even like it's like a preview. It's like part one. The real movie's coming out in the summer. Oh, okay. Uh, but are just, you familiar with like what it is? Well, I read a, I read about the lady, right? Uh, Judy. Mikovits, you know, and uh, how she like, you know, worked for the National Can- Cancer Institute, and then she like, uh, I guess she failed. To, other scientists failed to replicate her findings in a study, so like she got f- fired. So um, what it was was she. So the actual documentary is like it poses her Judy Mikovits or Mikowitz Mikovits, right, Vitz as a leading AIDS person who worked with Fauci and she's on the documentary saying that she was arrested for finding out uh, truths about viruses and like what they do to the human body that went against the popular narrative. So she went to jail for that shit and she was disgraced and framed for all this stuff. And so now she's an anti-vaxxer and she will um, in this documentary clip or whatever she's saying that like wearing a mask actually makes you more susceptible to infections and isolation like hurts your immune system and that the disease was created in a lab and then she also goes on some other rants about like how uh the grant yeah, she's an idiot yeah she's a horrible person well it's it's an interesting thing because she it's just an anti-vax thing but the reason it's gotten so popular is because it mentioned fauci who was like public enemy number one but like her whole thing is that she she was like a legit scientist and she was hired by like somewhere in nevada she was hired to like study chronic fatigue syndrome yeah she was studied at the she was paid to study chronic fatigue syndrome or give it a bunch of grants to do that shit and she she wrote a paper, she co-authored a paper that I guess had contaminated samples in it. Or, mm-hmm. And so she wrote, she wrote a paper with, it was co-authored by like three other people and it was put into science magazine and a bunch of independent places couldn't uh, replicate her findings or replicate, you know, her results. So then it was partially retracted by two of the other people who co-authored the study and then science pulled the whole thing. And so once all this was happening, Science yeah, Science Magazine pulled pulled the the published article, which is the only published article she's ever done. 
So she says in this documentary that she's like a pioneer of AIDS research and all this shit, but she's only ever had one article published in a peer-reviewed journal and it was quickly taken down. So once all this shit was happening, I guess she went back and tried to tamper with the results and tamper with the samples and shit. She stole computer data. That was after she got fired. So she got fired for trying to tamper with her results. Then she got fired and she left Nevada and went to California with a computer and like the lab notebooks and shit. And so then the universe, the whatever college she was working on, the place in Nevada, like called the cops. They went to the fucking house. They got a search warrant. She says in the documentary that they came in without a warrant and they held her without reading her, her rights and all this other bullshit, but they got a fucking warrant. Her fucking assistant testified against her in court being like, yeah, she told me to grab all this shit for her. And so I did because she was also my landlord or whatever. So she gets fucking caught having a bunch of, uh, what is it, lab samples, lab notebooks, and a computer in her fucking house. So she goes to the fucking jail, and she only went to jail for like a couple days. Like, she didn't even go to jail for that long. Pussy. Exactly. Like, she's not even that hard. And then, like, the reason that she has this fucking hard-on for Fauci is because Fauci was uh, the head of some organization that was tasked with proving or disproving her claims and when they proved it false or whatever, it cost her like a million dollars in grants. So that's why she like hates Fauci. And I guess she's written some like books that are now big on the anti-vax circuit. So she's like a big anti-vax lady right now. But the only reason that this documentary is getting such traction is because Fauci went ahead and did that thing where he's like smart around Trump and now everyone hates him. And so now mm-hmm. that he's like a really big buzzword and this woman also hates Trump. Now this woman is like one of the good guys because Trump said that Fauci was a bad guy. And so right. that's why. And then also like the documentary clip or whatever keeps on getting taken down from YouTube and Facebook for misinformation. And so all that's the, shit. yeah. And then all the, oh, I thought you weren't into censorship, bro. And then all now, of the, hold on. that's because, they are allowed because they're a private company. So if it's like a, you know what I mean? Like you, it, they're allowed to come up with anything they want to because they're a private company. Like, you know, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So it keeps on getting taken down and that's fueling all the conspiracy theory people to be like, if it's bullshit, then why are they taking it down? It must be real. Because if I, I what I would be against is if, she has her own website and has the video on there. And then they decide to take that. If someone decided to take that down, I'd be against that. Does that make sense? But these are private companies that have their own fucking things to, they, you know, and they can take that down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then also like the Bakersfield doctors are on there too, I guess. Remember them? Yeah. Remember those stupid fucks? No. There were those two like pretty boy doctors and who run like a urgent care clinic or whatever in Bakersfield. And they had that dumb little press conference where they said that like fucking Corona has been around since like the middle of last year and everyone probably has it or has had it. So it's not a big deal and we should all be like not going under lockdown. Well, I mean, coronaviruses have been around forever. They were saying the specific like COVID-19 strain, like it's Uh, been around for a long time and like. Longer than we thought originally, and so that means it's not a big deal. And if it's not a big deal, then we don't need to be under lockdown, and people should go back to work. And 
they got it like their video kept on getting taken down like on YouTube and Facebook for like misinformation. So then they got famous on the internet for like being these bastions of truth who were going against the medical industry. Well, what what is weird is that so these company, these uh, social media companies are taking videos down based on the CDC recommendations, right? So if they go against CDC stuff, then they get taken down. The problem is, is that CDC has been kind of shitty recently. You know what I mean? They've been changing all sorts of shit. You know, masks are bad. Now masks are good. I don't think that a lot of that's the CDC's doing. I mean, they just got like a huge defunding thing happening to them in the last couple of days. Right, but, but what I'm saying is because the information is so sp- sporadic and these these social media companies are taking down videos that go against things that are changing every five seconds, it's just it's just weird. That's all. It's just kind of uncomfortable. I think a lot of the reason that at least um, with the new thing that it's being like urged to be taken down is because they're actually they being like YouTube and Facebook and Google and all these places who are like kind of in control of the greater internet. Apparently, they've been like actually consulting like independent doc like actual doctors about like what the fuck is this bullshit and the general consensus is like none of this is peer reviewed, none of this is like anything that like can be verified like. A lot of this stuff just is impossible or it's just fucking lies. And if people are going to take this as medical fact, then it's a danger to the community and we advise you take it down. Which, like, I don't agree with. And, like, if it if that's, like, a censorship issue, depending on where it's platformed, like, that, that's fine. But, like, if you're touting these things as, like, medical fact in the event that, like, people are going to then act upon it, then, like, there needs to be, like, responsibility taken on the host I, site or somewhere and they got to take that shit down. Because yeah. it's just going I to mean, get people fucking killed. Or it's it's I a mean, grift to get people money. These private companies can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? I The only way I would be... The only thing I'd say about censorship is if if Judy Mikovits or whatever had her own website showing this documentary and then some authority figure were to shut that down on her own personal website. But well, she'd like, have to own on- the server for her to actually own everything, right? Because like, if she like put that shit up on GoDaddy, GoDaddy could just kill it. That's true. You know. Okay. Yeah. So if she had her own server, blah blah blah. That I I'd be against that. Like you know, just but, but if you're that- an idiot going to her actual site to fucking watch this shit and get fucking yeah, then whatever you know. But that's. That's not even gonna, that's not even what's happening. So I'm not even going to argue it. But yeah, no, it's it, it. If you look at it like in like the best way possible, then these are innocent, well-minded people who just are ill-informed or they've made miscalculations or they've made mistakes, but they really mean the best for everyone. Right. No, not her. I think she's. Well, I'm uh, saying that's like the best case scenario. I think yeah. that the realistic situation is the worst case scenario where they're piece of shit grifters and they're trying to make fucking money off of this shit. That's what I think she is. You know, or it is straight up a thing where even it all comes back to money too because then they're just trying to get political favor. Apparently like Trump's into her tweets and shit now. Like it's a whole fucking very messy dumb dumb shit sandwich. Yeah. Whatever. Um we're we're good for time for this. Thanks for Thanks for listening, people who listen to this show. (laughs) 
uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Um, and you can, yeah. So tell your friends about us. Yep. Bolchevex.com. You can find all of our social media stuff there. We're on like every platform. Fucking review us. The last, the last few episodes I was a little drunk. So like I probably said some shit I didn't mean. You did mean it. You did 100% mean it. You're just embarrassed about it. And just, just own it. You're so worried about like what people are going to think about you, man. Like just admit who you are. I did find this episode. Yeah, this was actually good because you're not fucking drunk. It's great. Coming from me, too. I've been drinking. Too. I just haven't gotten drunk. Yeah, no, I know. You've been actually articulate. It's been nice. You actually came with things prepared. You were reading things. Look at you. I'm so proud of you, Jordan. Yeah, I, but I, I am really tired of talking to a fucking screen. I really want to be right there with you and your, you know, your hairy vagina looking face to talk to that that would be nice i mean that's not going to change anytime soon it might we're starting to open back up you know i don't think that's going to last very long china's closing back down again germany closed back down. no it's not what yeah they are look it up look it up provinces in both of those countries have yeah yeah yeah, my fucking ska band look it up look it up look look, look it but um no, they uh, they did the open up thing and then they're having to close that shit back down because people are getting sick again. Because that's not how fucking viruses work. And the reason why China can fucking open up a little bit quicker than everyone, quicker than everybody else is because they actually took the time to lock that shit down and everything is pretty well contained. But over here, like, there's just willy-nilly shit going crazy. I have more to talk about that on a Patreon thing. But if you want to hear that whole rant... Give us five dollars a month. Wait, what? Okay. What? Never mind. Let's close it out. No, now Peace. I want to. Now I want to hear no. what it is. <laughs>